0: will know that it's not with one of its When owners. does a, when does a baby's
1: intelligence equate to a dog's brain, would you say? Cause where, where's the young, sweet spot? Where, yes, <laughs> yeah. sweet spot. Where, 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 do yes. They, where do they meet? Where do they meet on the, uh, the, Venn, on the, diagram. the Venn diagram of maturity? Of canine no, so they they and, develop, well, I don't have
0: any babies, but they develop at such a different, in such different ways. So like a, a young dog's mm. instincts are, are incredibly advanced whereas yeah. a ba- babies are essentially useless until they're what would you
2: say that your what? children Two? seven, seven. Eight. <laughs> have got to that age what where they equate with the levels of your dogs you've got children dogs. and dogs it's
0: a stupid animal, yeah you but, but you, right, so, well, so you
1: so expensive you've, well. had kid,
0: you've had kids and dogs sadly yeah so w- well, well, I think they're mine when were uh, your kids
1: most like dogs <laughs> when, know, this is very interesting isn't it? When my how old's Dan <laughs> Dan is now 20 there you go 20 20 yeah. no he still behaves like a, a puppy alright <laughs> okay yes Yes, I—I have a dog or a child. What would you do? Interesting that
3: one. Isn't why it? I'd why probably don't go for dogs. we swap your dog for yeah. my children for a week and see which of us has lost the most hair after seven days?
0: I've got more hair than you used to start off with, but so <laughs> <I've got, laughs> i was relative. just trying to get a little bit of an advantage. No, I no, I suspect that having two kids is two ginger kids is much harder than having one black what, dog. Why bring the ginger thing into Does it? Suggests a certain amount of sort of malevolence, doesn't it? <laughs> So Kate's sister's got three kids. Um, all of it. she's she's flame-haired as well, and her husband isn't copper. And, and the, um, but they're all ginger as well. So it's it's such a powerful gene, the ginger gene,
1: which yes. makes me think why aren't more people ginger? We're going to ostracise. So you're going to ostracise so many people with this line. But of it thought. but it's, you, it can you know come what? out of
2: nowhere as well because a friend of mine um, is ginger. Her sister is ginger, and there are no other ginger jeans the, for the rest Some, of her family
3: someone's been carrying them
2: mm. yeah. incognito have been gene. there
3: you've got to have
0: two of them to ah, put together ah the
2: ginger is strong in this family so is, that, oh, is yeah. that how it works yeah, so you yeah. must
0: have like a, a recessive yeah, yeah. ginger jean yeah yeah did that come Somewhere to surprise deep, deep found out? <laughs> <laughs> no I, I, I did
3: I did guess it from the occasional uh, false starts I've had growing a beard oh is that right do you yeah, get yeah, a ginger it's beard it's all a bit it's all a bit sort of Henry the my my right <laughs> But not your attitude to women. No, 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 no. no, I don't get through them quite so quickly. (laughs) Here we are
2: again then, everybody. This is Set Piece Menu. You are very welcome to the podcast where four friends talk about football over food. The friends are convened once again at Steve's house today. The food is therefore simple, uh, but delightful. (laughs) Right, right, right. right. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
3: whoa, whoa. Hang on a second. I assumed I would only have to do this once. So the fact that you are here for a second time should um, surely require a little bit more gratitude.
1: Are they toenail-clipping, Steve? They, no, they're lovely, are <laughs> they? Those
3: are artisan
0: uh, artisan crisps. Those See, artisan, artisan,
1: it covers a multitude of no one, sins. No one it, ever no one ever sort of invites floor, people around
0: and did, puts a bowl of skips oh, in the middle, they, do they? Is that
1: not they really shit? They melt artisan. in your mouth. Yeah, they yeah.
0: do melt in your mouth.
3: I'm just showing Chinch
0: the packet. Is that not good enough for but where you? where
1: did artisan come Sorry, from? Sorry, where do you, where you do You just made artisan up.
3: Where do you get your crisps from if those aren't good enough for you?
1: Well famous people.
0: Have you tried those pop chips?
3: Yeah, really nice. They are good. Yeah. Horrible and and really really healthy as well, aren't they? Well, I, say really I mean, healthy, I can it? feel the weight dropping off me. Absolutely. Uh, I this is too this bad today.
2: Is the set piece menu for some? You've already heard from them. Let's put some names to those voices. Steve Wyeth is a commentator with a degree from Manchester University. Rory Smith is a writer with a degree from Cambridge University. I'm Hugh Ferris, a presenter with a degree from York University, and. <sighs> I know where this is going And failing to anchor us in the real world is a former footballer who won seven caps for England And yet still managed to attend a grammar school Thank you It's Andy Hinchcliffe Mm. Incidentally, I met the CEO of Music Magpie Who went to the same school as you Because he is a Manchester City fan Yes And he got the physics textbook Mm. That you had had the previous year Really? And he has treasured that story to this very He's day. He sold it on eBay, hasn't he? He had he has, Andy he? Hinchcliffe's physics textbook. What slightly confuses me is usually you keep your physics textbook mm. for more than one year, so mm. clearly you just tossed yours and thought, I don't need this physics malarkey, I'm going to be a superstar footballer. What
0: sort of school gives you the same physics textbook for two yeah, because years?
2: because there'd be a new syllabus the following yeah. year. Why would you keep Come the on, ones you. Ones ones you. That I had one? I, don't you have a GCSE physics textbook that I lasts was, you your two years? What? I was not
0: allowed to do GCSE physics.
2: Why not? Oh, that feels in- like a staple. Yeah.
0: Incredibly bad at it. I've, I've been t- thrown <laughs> they off. so th- you doing it. Yeah, they t- they told me that it was unacceptable. My my, le- my <laughs> level of understanding of physics was unacceptable for a 14-year-old, so I had to stop it. Although <laughs> I've seen you play. As it well, happened the same thing. Lot, yeah. The same thing happened with uh, a philosophy course at uni, where my tutor sat me down and said, "Rory, you're not very good at this, are you? <laughs> so I think this you should is not stop." For you. Yeah. <laughs> so you did
2: Greek instead.
0: <laughs> that was it. Was it was ancient philosophy, and I just I couldn't get on board with um with Aristotle, just just thought he was a (laughs) charlatan. We all have that problem. I wrestle with that problem
2: nightly. Uh, Let us introduce the uninitiated two-set piece menu. Over the next half an hour or so, we'll be discussing just one subject, hopefully in an intelligent way. There'll be no further mentions of Aristotle uh, in order to eventually agree that there is no possible solution to our question. We've done this a few times now. We'd love you to enjoy the others too. They should work at any time even if they're prompted by something in the news. They tend to be timeless and even if none of that takes your fancy, you might want to Stick around until the end of this one for one of Andy's soccer stories.
1: I wouldn't if (laughs) I were you. You're just shaking your head. This week, it's an absolute belter.
2: Please check them out uh, on iTunes and Stitcher. Leave us lots of nice five-star reviews, please. That would be very, very pleasant of you. Uh, So what is on the set-piece menu today? This question. Are there really that many world-class players? With all the money that's in the game, managers are looking for upgrades. But are there enough top players to go around. This came as a result, I think, of part of a whimsical conversation we had many years ago about the fact that in the January transfer window, everybody wants a player that will improve their team and yet, are there any around? And you will always hear them say, I'm struggling to get those deals done in January. Lots of managers don't like the January transfer window essentially because there seems to be an overwhelming pressure on teams contending or teams fighting relegation to find somebody to bolster those challenges. And yet, where are they? Who are those players? And can you even get them anyway?
1: Well, we, do we have, not have to set a benchmark here? What, who do we do need we, to yeah. define what world class. Define world class. So where, what, what's the starting point? And then we can maybe discuss some other well, you, players.
0: You hear it a lot. Like People will say, such and such, such, and such is a world class player. And it seems to vary from position to position. So Manuel Neuer, mm-hmm. world class goalkeeper. I think we'd accept that. Yeah. Now, yeah. does that mean that to be considered a world class goalkeeper, you have to be at least as good as Manuel Neuer? Or is Manuel Neuer
1: at the top of the list of world class goalkeepers? See, this is, this is why I said we need yeah. to set a benchmark.
2: It could be something along the lines of, if you're narrowing it right down, the best 11 in the world, the best squad in the world of, say, mm-hmm. 23, 25, the best three players in any position. But essentially, it's always going to be subjective. You're always yeah. going to add your own opinion to that. But I think we can come to some sort of a- agreement about the general parameters of being a world-class player.
1: Yes, but again, it's... Are no, looking no, at, no is the answer. It, Yes, but yes, but came in the. Change. We're looking at Maradona. We're looking at Cruyff. Mm-hmm. We're looking at Pele. I presume this is this is what this is this is. Well, the, let's the talk very, about very current best. players. Yes, but, what, but surely if we talk about world them, yeah. class, is is world class now? Do they have to be as good as them? Yes, do you mean? is world class now as good as it was say in the 60s, in the 70s, in the 80s? Or are we not? Are we just looking at now in the last say 10 years and we're comparing them all to Ronaldo and Messi, who are the two players everybody says are world class?
0: But you know, is there not a problem that we've kind of become? in the way we talk about football we've become a little bit too what's the word like hy- a little bit hyperbolic and we, everything seems to have shifted so if you say someone's played averagely he's had an average game that sounds like an insult but it isn't is it really saying he's had an average game means like five, At the very bare minimum he's, of he's done, he's, kind of Damning done with he's, faint praise. he's done what he should have done I spent a whole career being average absolutely if you say someone is, 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 is a good player I've had this I had this on Twitter about Emre Chan when he signed for Liverpool I said that he was fine at the time. I'd seen Emery play for, for Labour Tuesday. There's and I thought two he,
2: different kinds of fine. There's I thought the he was sarcastic fine, fine but no, there's no. also the, the fine well, the, which the, suggests that The fine that, that is... your missus
3: uses when you ask yes, whether exactly. everything's okay. Yeah, oh, All right, oh, Henry VIII. I oh, like it. Come
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> But there's also the fine which suggests that he is He's of a fine quality, player. but doesn't deserve any extra... Well, no, qualification.
0: The way that I meant it is obviously difficult to tell on Twitter but the way that I meant it was that he is kind of a to me that means sort of 7 out of 10 he's a 7 out of 10 midfielder and I think There's that's, better there's worse There's better there's worse mm-hmm. but he's, you know, he's good, he's not going to embarrass you he can control a football, he can play a pass Would you
1: have him in your team? Emer- it depends which team I was managing well, Just f- hypothetically, do you think he's good enough to play I in think he's, Roy good, he's team? good enough to play for Liverpool Oh, that's not quite the same thing though is it? Again, it
0: depends on what team you're in Ah, that little you know smile. That I
1: mean? little smile playing on your lips. I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so so you're, you're too good to manage Liverpool. Is that what you're saying? I'm not, I'm not sure I start ah, my career the smile. Rory,
2: on- Rory is a world-class manager. I think he is. <laughs> so, so, Rory, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Rory would
0: work his way up through the ranks. Yeah, I would. I'd, yeah. start, I'd start low. You'd, you'd yeah. start in League, league I'd Two. I'd want to, uh, you know, cut my chops somewhere. Do you know what I mean? No, I'd you wouldn't.
1: Of- you'd go to Sandhurst and go right in there at the top level. You wouldn't be is, messing about, would you, with the
0: academy? So if you do fine as seven out of ten... Find slash good a 7 out of 10, then 8 out of 10 is probably a very good player. So, I don't know, uh, Lukaku is a very good player. Is he? He's an 8 out of 10 striker. <laughs> I would then say 9 out So to me, yeah. this is where I'm going with this. To me, 9 and 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10 doesn't really, just, that suggests perfection. 9 and 10 out of 10 is your world-class bracket. Isn't
2: 9 great and then 10 world-class? It dep-
0: you, it dep- you, you could maybe say it that way. But no, I think world-class is a slightly broader term. But I, I do think we've lost perspective a little bit with what all these things mean. And we now say that players who are... Are very good players are world class because we want to build people up. We mm. want to kind of be excitable. We want to say the most, especially on social media, we want to say the most emphatic thing possible. And that's not particularly helpful in the debate.
2: And we cannot say a top player anymore because we have to say a top, 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 top player, player. Yeah. or alternatively on occasion a top, top, top player, depending yeah. on which member of the Redknapp family. So are we going to try to?
1: and mention someone who's playing in the Premier League who we all consider is a top top player <laughs> Should we just list players in the Premier League alphabetically <laughs> then, is Diego Costa ascribe them in numerical that. value Diego Costa is he a world does, class player is he a, in your opinion is he a world class player he's
0: well, an excellent example he's an excellent example
1: thank you is he yeah. on the cusp he's on, talk- yeah
3: I'd say borderline when we're talking about world class is there, would a useful barometer not be would they improve any team mm. they went to into anywhere in the world that's a yeah Steve, see, this is
1: why we need to hear more from Steve. That's the kind of cutting insight. I just, I just you I and I, I, let I let are blethering on. on do, any yeah. steps,
0: wallop. Do you know what? you just, you just geographically located this podcast by using the term blethering, which proves that it is <laughs> unreconstructedly <laughs> northern. The, I agree. Steve is the quiet man mm. of, of the set piece menu and needs to find his voice. And Ironically it, for a commentator. An
2: incisive one at that. Go on then, Steve. And so course, say what, what you just said. On. Say it
0: again. Hmm. So is a world-class player, player...
3: Just
2: saying it twice <laughs> doesn't mean it's the <laughs> same. Emphasis. I'm just going to say exactly point. the same
3: and see if Chinch notices. Is a useful barometer for a world-class player one who would go, would improve any team in the world that they went into? So in the case of hmm. Manuel Neuer, you'd argue, yes, yes, he would be better than just about any other goalkeeper in the world. So he would improve the goalkeeping position in that team. Diego Costa would improve the centre-forward department in most teams but probably not the very very best
0: so you you obviously think you you think immediately Barcelona, Bayern, Real the three best teams in the world maybe we need to just adapt it slightly that a world class player is a player who you could transplant into any team in the world and they would not be noticeably weaker yeah that's maybe okay. the way to do it. So if you took Suarez out of Barcelona and put oh, Costa in, mm. now Suarez is probably a slightly better player than Costa overall, but you wouldn't think, well, oh God, Barca have downgraded there. You know, mm. you, you could see that that would, would not be ridiculous. So I think by that measure, Costa probably is a world-class player. Uh, but Lukaku... Isn't because mm. I think if you took Suarez name or a Messi out of Barcelona and put Lutartu in there, yeah. you'd feel that's oh, not that's quite a nightmare as good as it was. scenario, isn't it?
2: So the question is, is are there enough world class players for managers who are looking to improve those teams in the in the suggestion that we just made, it suggests that it is to improve a team. Are there enough players out there to actually service all these teams that have huge amounts of money? Add in the the recent obsession with Chinese clubs to, to buy those players who are stellar names yeah. for obvious reasons because they have the money to do so, they're going to run out pretty soon, aren't they? Because there aren't actually that many players that they would consider as being worthy of that tag to be spending yeah, the money if on. Yeah, you if
1: you're advising the Chinese clubs and if they would say to you, right, Hugh Ferris, no, they never would do because you're an idiot. But if they said <laughs> 20, <laughs> 20 of Europe's finest players, we want to go and buy them, you give me 20 of the very best players that you consider to be the very best players in Europe. Do you think that twen- that list of 20 would be roughly the same for most people?
0: I think you'd get to 10 or 15. and mm-hmm. struggle. And then there is a fairly big number of players who, who are kind of interchangeable. And I think are,
2: that's maybe yeah. where we should have the cut-off point between world-class and not.
0: Yeah, if you can debate it, then maybe they're not, they, they don't quite deserve that. time. that's a fair point. So
2: f- 15 players. Now, just mm. um, earlier on uh, this month, the football observatory, who many of you will know, Chinch particularly, because I know you're a very, very analytical mind. Yeah, yeah. 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 He also looks at all, observatories. Yeah. Yeah. all observatories. yeah, I <laughs> love all <laughs> <Big> observatories. All observatories. <laughs> mm. uh, they use a transfer algorithm mm. to work out a player's value. Now, that includes not only their transfer value, but also the amount remaining in their contract, the value of that contract to that club. And they come up with a number, a worth of that player. They released the top 100 players Mm. um, currently playing. um, And Neymar was top because he is worth, according to these people, nearly 250 million euros. Messi, second, 170. Pogba was third, 155 million euros. I sent this list of 100 players to all three of you and asked you to fucking memorize them. Okay, who's 87? Um, To say, how many of those players do you genuinely consider? to be world-class because if Rory says that there's about 15, did that, that, just did that correlate? That off the top mm. of my head. Well, exactly. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you mine. I thought that there were 19 or 20 of 100 who this group felt were the 100 most yeah. valuable players.
3: You're very easily pleased. I've got nine. nine.
1: Nine? Oh, nine. See, this is the interesting is what, is what we base it against. Chinch, did you do, do your it? homework? Pardon? Did you do your homework? I'll hand it in later. Just, <laughs> just, uh,
3: just, so, just satisfying by saying a number out loud. Uh, Probably between f- one and 15.
1: I probably saw so off the top of my head. Oh, what's the question again?
3: <laughs>
1: seven, uh, seven. Yep. See, so the transfer values—you can't. That that has no relevance you, youth these plays days. plays a part in that, obviously, because yeah. you, your,
2: your value is more the younger but you are. Transfer values are ludicrous, aren't they?
3: And well, also, the dictate. the list. I think it was forty-two of the one hundred played their football in the Premier League. If you consider how mm. few Premier League players. Make it into the, the the teams of the year, you know, mm. the Ballon d'Or long list, or the, you know, the, the the FIFA World Player of the Year long list. It's not that many from the Premier League, so that that sort of raised an eyebrow for me looking at that list. I've
2: got
0: twenty two. Twenty two.
2: Well, that, that, I think that's a a, a value yeah. aspect because players. Premier League yeah, players exactly. are they have it their was, value inflated because of the money in the Premier League. Yeah, but the
0: thing is that list is a relatively good list of the people who would be in the general conversation. I think it depends. So again, it. I, I included Costa in my 22 because we have just agreed that he is because he wouldn't substantially weaken any team he joined he counts as world class yeah, I he didn't do, so I'm going to have to add him on that's yeah. 10 for me there though. you go round up to 10 and, but it's people you know, people like Thibaut Courtois Jan Oblak goalkeepers maybe not quite as good as Neuer but I don't think you'd, if you put Courtois De Gea Oblak into Bayern Munich I don't think you'd think oh god that's I'm it's going to be a, gonna me, be a yeah. ropey do you know it's what I mean dodgy it's, season next it's season. not like playing Tony Warner there so <laughs> I think they count as world class it's
2: so if we've, got, if we've got a list of players, whether it's between seven, which is Chinch's completely yeah, yeah, yeah. arbitrary seven, number, seven. It it is did, seven. he it didn't is do seven. his homework, it is and seven. 22 from yeah. Rory. So you've got that amount of players. And if you've got only 15 to 20 players who you genuinely consider world-class, if you're trying to build a team and trying to find nuggets out there who are better than what you have, it's incredibly difficult. So are we unnecessarily inflating value of players, whether it's with our words or whether it's owners with their transfer fees, just to make it look like there are better players out there to make us all feel better about the sport.
0: I think there's lots of there's lots of different stuff at play, isn't there? So there's partly the the appeal of the news. So fans always want to think that, that, and I say this as a fan, but you kind of want to think that if your team signs signs one player, that might be the the piece of the missing piece of the jigsaw. So that kind of increases their appeal. I think there is in certain cases at certain clubs, Real Madrid and Manchester United, a desire to pay as much as possible because that, there is an, 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 an appeal that an goes with the expensive. A yeah, cachet. great word. So, for Physical, example, when, when Real Madrid signed Mateo Kovacic, the it. Croatian midfielder, who Steve will be particularly familiar with. Um, um, I've seen his work. <laughs> absolutely. And I wasn't being sarcastic. No, I just no, sounded no, like no, I was no, sarcastic. No. It's being sarcastic. been from Leeds, you always sound like you're being sarcastic. When Real signed Kovacic... Uh, they went to Perez, the president, and said, "This is a great opportunity to sign." I think it was 2021, something like that. "Said great opportunity to sign a young player who, in five years' time, will be one of the best midfielders in the world. We'll get him, we can get him for 30 million euros. You know, five years' time will be worth 90." And Perez said, "Well, we'll sign him in five years' time. Then I want, I'd rather pay 90 than 30 and get a genuine oh, start." Oh,
1: I like it.
0: Which is an astonishing <clears throat> approach, but it shows that there is a cachet to spending a lot of money. And he put, and he puts the value on on that marquee yeah.
3: signing and being able to to trumpet that to the world about their their spending power yeah. but also their ability to
0: attract players at their peak. Well, it's measuring various things that we're not allowed to mention because this isn't a child-friendly podcast. Do you know what I mean? That's what they're doing with those transfers. It was the same with United and Podpre, that they, they They were determined almost to pay. United made it look like, certainly, they wanted to pay a world record fee for someone to say, we can pay a world record fee. So I think that there's all that at play that that artificially boosts value but there's also an illusion which is that and you see it all the time I'm sure I've mentioned this before these clubs sign a £20 million midfielder and the £20 million midfielder doesn't really work out so they go out and replace him with another £20 million midfielder all £20 million midfielders are basically the same which is a ridiculous thing to say they are as good as £20 million midfielders do you know what I mean the Mm. the market exercises a there's, there's a market mechanism contained within it, so I think there is a belief that what you don't have, you see it in the summer and in, and in January all the time with clubs, amongst fans, amongst managers, amongst executives. There's a belief that what you don't have is better than what you do, and I find it slightly baffling.
3: That's that's yeah, my that's lecture. That, end the the, my the grass is always greener. You know, you're yeah. peering over your neighbour's fence and oh, their their house looks slightly better than mine, even though it's, it's identical. Also, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was built in the same way by the same people at the same time.
2: Kovacic, by the way, is equal fifty-eighth on that list with David De Gea, and you would. Assume, wouldn't you straight away that David de Gea is absolutely world-class. He is one of the top two or three goalkeepers, top, top, top. That's three uh, goalkeepers in the world. And Kovacic is one of those players that if you understand how important he might be to a team in the future, Mm. but also how much his value is for that team now, because he's young, then clearly that might, that might help an argument. It's the same with a player like Casemiro, who also plays Mm. for Real Madrid. Um, Zinedine Zidane, played him when Rafael Benitez hadn't prior and it clearly made a lot of difference. Now you wouldn't say that Casemiro is world class, but he's very important to the success that they had in the second half of last yeah, season. Yeah, it's the same
0: with the same reason that defenders never win awards because there's a, there's a much greater premium put on storing and creating than there is on mm.
1: blocking. That's probably and why I've never won any major awards.
0: Well, it's actually changed. Well, you know, I,
3: the, <laughs> are England caps not considered to be well, major I'm awards. Well, I'm not so sure these days. The way you've got them dressed up in your house makes well, it look like a yes.
0: major
1: award. Well, have you given it back to Steve Duppy yet? No, I haven't. There's from. No way, that's going back to him. <laughs> Keeping all of that one. So, where, where does
2: it, where does a manager now try then to pursue? that player because he's not going to get one of the 15 players because they're probably worth 100 million to the team that they currently play for so does he have to understand that there is a second group of players who still might improve his team but aren't necessarily going to be the cachet signings and do we all have to be a little bit more sensible about expectations of signings because they're not always like for example Alexis Sanchez was for Arsenal where you go 37 38 million brilliant player good deal he's going to improve Arsenal what a signing because so often you think you've overpaid for that player, he's not worth that amount of money, and whether it's for reasons that you mentioned about Manchester United and Real Madrid, or whether it's just, I don't know, bad scouting. Or, or desper- take, desperation de- yes, exactly. or whatever, yeah. They've been uh, held to ransom. There, is, there, there needs to be some sort of downgrading, doesn't there, of, of a whole slew of players who we expect to be brilliant, but they're not.
0: So you, but then you can sign a worse player than one you've got already mm-hmm. and improve your team.
1: If it helps the functioning of the team. Yes. Yes. You See, this is what, again, the fans see that. We talk about holding midfielders and holding midfielders. They don't do anything. But actually, they can do more for the rest of the team yeah. than anybody else. That's why N'Golo Conte was such a, a vital player for Leicester. He will be a vital player for every team he plays but because of the job that he does. It's not glamorous, but he's very good at it and he helps all the players around him. Is do, he world do, class? Um, of his type, of the job that he's in the side to do, I'd, I'd say he is, yes. With yes, the yes, qualification, Yes, yes. Yeah. But this is another
3: aspect of where the world-class discussion comes in because a large majority of the players that we consider, I assume, from our respective lists to be world-class don't play in the Premier League. Mm -hmm. They play mainly in Spain, one or two in the Bundesliga, perhaps a couple in Serie A. Is it not the environment that you play in that also enables you to demonstrate your world-class capabilities? I would suggest that football in the Premier League and when clubs in the Premier League go scouting, they are looking, you've just, Chinch has just mentioned N'Golo Kante and you know, the, his ability to do a specific job. I think clubs in the Premier League require their players to do a specific mm. job, perhaps much more than players do in La Liga, where those world-class players have that opportunity to demonstrate their capabilities in a perhaps a, a, a freer way without the, the, the constrictions in, in the Premier League of, of being signed or being required to do
0: a point A to point B job in the team but also your your ability depends on the Steve's right your, your ability depends on the context so Kante when he was at Co would not have looked like a world class player but you put him in a team in which his he, his function mm-hmm. kind of takes on a greater significance and he looks like a world class player so you, you could be a player of a certain a certain ability playing for Sunderland and go to Manchester United and because the system suits you better, you will be a better player. You and just just as mm-hmm. you can sign a, you might have a left back. Always a great example, left backs who, who yeah. who's a brilliant a, attacking left back, and everyone thinks, oh, he's a brilliant Fabio Quintero. You know, he's a brilliant attacking left back. What a great cross with the ball he is. Yeah. But if you sign him and replace him with, you know, kind of a, a sort of. By the numbers, kind of solid defensive left-back, mm. your team
1: might improve because you'll concede fewer goals? Yeah, but then he does, he does streak his hair though, Fabio Contral, which I've never agreed with.
2: Let's, <laughs> let's decide. Not for a left-back anyway. For if he played, played in a
1: more flamboyant position, like oh, right-back,
2: like be, a number 10, <laughs>
1: Whoa, look at me. Yeah. World-class, world-class. World-class.
2: Yeah, yeah. So um, let's, let's um, mm. finish this conversation with two things. First of all, mm. world-class left-backs, were there any in that list?
1: Oh, currently playing. Yes, world-class currently playing. World class left back. Or being world-class. a left
2: back, does that disqualify them from being world class left oh,
1: dare you. But Gareth Bale oh, has a can play
2: left
0: back. Yeah, Danny true. Rose.
1: Danny Rose is a, is a sensationally good left back. Is Geordie Alba a world
0: class left back? I don't think he is. No. Philip Lahm can play left back. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Oh, David
1: Alaba. There you go. Yes, he Best was in, in my list of 20. You seem yeah. to know a lot of left backs. I think about a left backs
0: lot. all the time. James. Do you? Yeah.
2: And also, the final question would be because I've been harping on about what managers do about trying to find that upgrade to that team, and they've got huge amounts of money. With all the talk about the difficulties that teams are having, particularly Manchester City at the moment, if you were Pep Guardiola and you're given a war chest of how much money? War
1: chest. Was war, was chest. war chest. Guardiola. That was. Oh, you could just imagine news, that on the back page terms. of the Daily Can you imagine Star. Imagine me in Pep's tight trousers. Go on, carry on. <laughs>
2: Who, who would you because the problem is is that if if he's not going to be able to buy one of the five or ten best players in the world that everybody agrees is world class where do you spend all that money who does it go on because Manchester mm. United have had exactly this
1: problem mm. over the last two or three years well you can presume Messi is going to be that's the one they're all talking about isn't he and still would Messi would obviously definitely improve Man City wouldn't he still is he the player that he was is he better than Fabian Delph well, that, <laughs> that is the big question I've been asking that myself. But is he the player he was two years ago? Is, is he still as influential as he was two years ago? Yeah. And if he came to City, would he still be able to do the things that he does in La Liga in the Premier League? Because he's yeah. the one. He's the one. Ronaldo and Messi are the ones you presume where we take them, we plonk them anywhere, and they'll, they'll do wonders for you. Would they? Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Would, would Messi score as many goals and be as influential in the Premier League as he is in La Liga? Again. I mean, this is not the debate
0: about... No best league in the not world Harry Maguire has got anything to do but with just, it but <laughs> just again context so Messi in this Man City team would not score as many goals because this Man City team is not as good as Barcelona yeah. if you took Messi and put him in a team as good as Barcelona as a whole mm. in the Premier League yes he would score just as many goals yeah if, if, the, if we could
3: transplant Barcelona for yeah La Liga to it's the Premier League. They would batter course. people 4 of 5 mil every single so week. So would
1: he play for Chelsea? Is Chelsea presumably better than Man City at the moment? Would he have more of an effect for Chelsea? He'd score more roles for Chelsea than would he for would for City
0: at the moment. Ah, OK. But not as many as he does for Barcelona, just Chelsea aren't okay. as good as Barcelona. Okay. But there is, there, is, there is a big thing about, in terms of spending, that I thought, with Klopp and Pochettino last summer, that, and I know they both spent money, but they didn't seem to be spending money for the sake of spending money. And Conte is the same, to an extent, because he missed out on all of his first choices and had to to kind of make do with what they could get. I thought we'd move beyond this point where managers were just thinking, right, I have a problem. I'm going to spend money to fix it. I'd really like to get beyond that point because ultimately, if you're playing for a top six club in England, you're you're a pretty good footballer and to get a much, much better footballer than that player in whatever position, you have to spend far more money than teams normally do on players. That is that is one of the great lies of football that you can go out and for 10, 15, 20 million quid, huge sums of money, but not much in football, you can get a massive upgrade in any particular position. You can't. You're far better off trying to coach your players mm. in your system. Because that's what you're employed to do as a manager. And that's why Conte has done so well yes, in exactly. the Premier League. He is a problem
3: solver obviously tactically incredibly astute but he works with what he's got solves the problems works out how to get the best out of the component parts within his team or squad and lets them get on with it with very very clear instructions whereas perhaps there are one or two other coaches who've come to the Premier League in in recent months who who perhaps have have overcomplicated the situation
2: or underestimated either the quality of the players that they'd be working with or overestimated their ability to make those players better yeah but it's nice to know in this age of Brexit that actually world class crosses borders.
0: It does. Because we won't be. <laughs> <laughs> football, is the, football, is, football is the last stand. We'll be national, national class.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's, that has such a ring to it. Hey, if you want a cachet term, uh, how about that? Um, we will not leave until we have heard from Mr Andy Hinchcliffe, oh, who is going no. to tell us a tale from his playing days that has had all adult behaviour and libel-worthy that's details it. removed. Once again, it's time for the latest edition of, never mind Jack and Ori, <laughs> What a Soccer Story. Well, just to just just note, is, actually, sorry, just what?
0: before this, just to note, Chinch has promised that unlike all other stories and jokes in history, he's going to leave the punchline to the end. You with this not attitude to mention that, did you?
1: Some punchline... Can't punchlines come no. earlier in the... Oh, no? No. Is that why they're called punchlines? Yeah. I'll leave it till the end, then. Yeah, okay. you should. Sure? Okay. You tease. Okay. <laughs> not, not, not to put you under pressure, but I yeah. know from
3: the feedback we've yes. had uh, on Twitter... Really? ...at Set Piece Menu... They like the m- stories. Most people only tune in for this bit. Really? Yeah, they, they fast-forwarded through the last <laughs> you 25 minutes. can't blame minutes, them. So tell tell you, this human. has got to be this good
1: change. Right, this is what, right, back in the... I uh, joined City, what, 85, 86... Um, so, Main Road was still in existence. Uh, Roy Bailey was the, was the fizzy, had been at City for forever and he'd he been there for maybe, what, 20 odd years. And everybody, all the new apprentices, when they joined Man City, there was kind of these, these little games that they, that Roy would play with them. He'd send them for a long, you know, up to the offices, to the, to the secretaries, or go, go up there and ask for a long stand, go to the shop down the road and get some tart and paint. You know, all these things that you do when new recruits come <laughs> into a club. So, but Roy always had this really special, he'd, he'd pick out. A player who he thought was a little bit kind of full of themselves, only 16, 17, wasn't me obviously, I wouldn't get out for Shrinking a Shrinking like violet. This. Yeah. So he'd always pick on and say, we always do this, what we do? we've got this, this test. Now I'm mid-40s, you're 17, 18 years old, I'm going to challenge you to a race around the pitch at Main Road. What's going to happen is we start at the same point, but before we start racing, you have to drink a pint of water, I can set off before your lips touch the glass. And you've got to drink the pint of water, catch me up, and beat me. So it's a one-lap race that we basically have. I'm 45, you're 17, you should be fitter than me. And everyone was in on this, knew what was going to be happening. So all the other players just say, oh, it's difficult. You drink a pint of water, it sits on your stomach. You, you struggle to get going, you feel sick, and all that." So they're laying this on, laying this on. So you see this young kid thinking about it. And then eventually Roy will say, yeah, do you fancy the challenge? The kid say, yeah, go on then. And Roy said, well, do you want to make it interesting? Make it 20 quid, 50 quid? So the young player will think, I mean, he's an old guy, but surely it's going to me, how hard is it going to be? Okay, 50 quid, we'll have, a, we'll have a bet on it for 50 quid. So after training one day, we'd all gather around the pitch, all, even the management were there, Billy men, everybody was there because he knew what was going to happen here. So he'd have this young kid doing his warm-ups, Roy Bailey out there as well, all dressed up, ready to run. They stand side by side on the halfway line, so they can do a lap of the pitch. So Roy says, okay, we, we're ready to go now, so somebody be ready with the water to, to bring in. So the gun goes, so Roy Bailey can set off the water comes in and it's a pint of boiling water. <laughs> <laughs> now, brilliant, because none of this has ever been mentioned. So you can see this young kid, sixteen, seventeen, 17, this pint. Of, the funniest thing I ever saw, I th- I'm sure it was John Buckbinder that did this, he tried to drink it. <laughs> so Roy Bailey had set off running backwards, waving, doing all the usual stuff. He knew what was happening here. But this poor kid, I think it was John, was trying to drink a pint of, but- said, no, no, that's not the point, you can't do it. This is the joke. And he was, <"N-> <laughs> <laughs> nearly burning himself to try and get this pint of water. But, he did it year in and year out. So the next year, obviously, the, the first year apprentices would become second year apprentices. A new wave of kids would come in, and Roy would do the same thing year after And it worked, it must have worked for 10, 15 years. That people always one person would say, I'm the one that can beat you this year. But it was a pint of boiling water absolute <laughs> genius. Do you like that one, Steve? I like that
2: Is that why you like your coffees really hot? Because yes, it when wasn't you were me, 16, though. You burnt your coffee. That mouth wasn't half. me. Oh, no, of course it wasn't I was I was very shy. I was. It's true. It's true. Like many of the things mm-hmm. that you utter during this wonderful uh, Set Piece Menu podcast. And Steve was right. At Set Piece Menu on Twitter is where you can follow us if you would like to. Thank you to everyone for listening. Please do subscribe, share, and review gushingly uh, as we humbly ask you to continue to find room for us in your podcast schedule. Thank you to Andy, to Steve, to Rory, uh, and to you as well. We'll be back with another Set Piece menu for you to enjoy very soon. Are you wearing this to go to the gym or something? You or is it this? just.
1: Is this just casual wear that this you like? This high powered athletic garb? It's because I'm going to go down to the gym, work out with the big lads. I mean, at the gym. It is <laughs> a different you're not,
0: a, you're not allowed with a bit. You, you said before that you're frightened balls. of the there big lads. There is a bit of that, but
1: they're starting to nod at me in that way that oh, they oh. see my muscles and everything. This is a, a different of brand of him.
3: sporting apparel that you normally wear. Have you, uh, have you had a change of sponsor?
1: Well, because somebody else. Texting me saying I can't wear what I normally wear because he's wearing a jumper of that. Mech. Can we I ha- the mech I have,
2: I have one jumper, and it's. I call it my inside jumper because I don't like to wear it outside. No, you in wear that public that outside? Look
1: at the state of it. And, and <laughs> it he
2: looks very fetching. Does Chinch wears this brand. Um, I'm sure you have underwear from this brand. I don't wear we, underwear. We, we,
1: <laughs> I've been commando since I was ten. Seriously. <laughs> People find this strange Why is it strange Is that true True Absolutely true What even in formal dress Well so like Hang on now Any No don't worry I haven't got them on now I never wear them I've never worn underwear I've never felt comfortable in it So I've never worn them What's so strange about that I
2: feel like this is Something of a a diversion From a less interesting story
1: About (laughs) super (laughs) dry You never was, wear underwear. Never wear underwear. No, I've never have. Never Why? I just it, never felt comfortable. I just want to, to be. Were, I want to be free with the elements, not completely with the <laughs> outside elements. But I like to feel. Uh, isn't it hazardous? What? In what way? What's going to happen? Huh? There's going to be no chemical spillage. He doesn't. Do not really have to deal with zips? Because he's always wearing joggers. Oh no, I have had a couple of zip-related problems. Well, there oh, we But go. That's,
2: that's my own fault. One of them was make own me fault. Never go commando for yeah. the rest of my life.
1: Yeah. Have you ever tried it though? Fear of it. Don't knock it before you try it. Just put on a pair of jeans. Could you not put a pair of jeans on without a pair of jeans? No. Jeans would be the last
3: thing you'd wear.